All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Sales Podcast. Today, we are going to blow your mind because we have an amazing special guest. Her name is Ling. She is a hair and makeup business coach. And I'm telling you, her story is absolutely amazing. If right now you've been fearing taking a leap of faith in your business or you want to start a business or you want to buy that book or buy that course, you need to stay to the very end because Ling is going to blow your mind. She's literally going to make you get goosebumps. So if you're driving, I hope you got a seatbelt on because this one's going to be good. Um, so, Ling, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, about your story. And um, yeah. Thank you so much. That was quite an introduction. So my name is Ling Agaran. I'm based in Canada. I am a makeup artist, an international makeup artist, and I transitioned to um, becoming a coach for hair and makeup artists. So I guess in that sense, I've never really wanted to be a coach. My passion as a makeup artist kind of led me to my purpose to help hair and makeup artists um, create a very lucrative business and create a six figure for their themselves. That is amazing. That is fantastic. And I had the pleasure last week to be able to talk to some of your students and I'm telling you the energy in there is it's crazy. I know you have an amazing community going on. And most importantly, I can tell that you put in put in a ton of effort into your students that you you want to give back to them. Um, and I'm curious, like what uh, what made you want to get into coaching? Was it something in your life that happened? Was it uh, something that just told you, like, this is my passion. This is it right here. Yeah, actually, I never aspired to be a coach. I didn't even know the coaching world at that point. Mm. Um, I was just like them. I was struggling as a makeup artist. Um, I've been a makeup artist for 10 years at that time. And just like every other makeup artist, um, we struggle to create consistency in our business. We struggle to price our worth. We struggle with the whole marketing, making it happen. So we have multiple jobs on top of our passion. So a lot of makeup artists, um, if we could do it for free, we would, but we obviously wanna do it um, and get paid for our services. But around that time, makeup is truly my passion. And I remember um, sitting at one point where you know, you, you go through your nine to five because it pays the bills, but it wasn't where my heart is. And I've been kind of trying to do this nine to five, but I always keep going to makeup. And so makeup supposed to be my plan A, but because you do need to pay the bills, um, I it took a back burner. So I had it as a plan B. And at that point, I wasn't happy at my work towards the end. And I keep trying to say, if I could only make this business work, I would not be doing this nine to five. But then on the flip side, if you were to take my passion away from me as a makeup artist, I would be devastated. So there was a little bit of like awakening at that point. There was like this struggle. You're in like a crossroad. I'm like, do I stick to nine to five and just do this as a hustle and be really okay with it? And just take and, and just kind of like gave up and, and feel like, okay, it's just how it is. I can't make it work. Or do I take the leap of faith and go for what I want? It's an unknown, right? right. Um, and quit my job and just go all in and go for it. And I was in such a pain and struggle with my business because I've been trying to make it work for 10 years and it's never been consistent. I was charging $50 for makeup. <laughs> 
And at that point, I was like, there's no way I could pay my mortgage. I could pay my bills. I couldn't pay my car insurance, all that stuff. And there's a little bit of scary thought on that, right? There, it's very uneasy. Um, obviously, you don't want to go into becoming a homeless for chasing your dream. But because I had the vision, I really had this vision around me everyone wasn't really like what are you doing and I had an amazing job I had a good job I had more than it paid for what I need my basic needs and but I really wanted to be a luxury destination makeup artist and my personality when I said something to something I'm gonna go get it and it kind of almost a challenge because around me was like I think you're doing such uh, um, I think this is such a, um, a wrong move, you know, like, why can't you just do it on the side as a hobby and just do like one of those, it, it made it sound like just color your books, you know, on the weekend and be happy yeah. with what you have now. And right. I wasn't going to take that. I had this huge vision for myself and everyone in society in makeup world that you couldn't really make it as a makeup artist or you couldn't be uh, have a lucrative because it's such a saturated company or it's such a saturated market right and you're competing with everyone and so I said nope I'm gonna go for it and I really did I quit my job I'm I know it's scary right off the bat I was like okay I gotta really make a decision here having the clarity and that was probably the scariest thing I have to do because I, my nine to five, I relied on everything and I'm going into something that I couldn't even make money from. And so I go in, quit my job. And I told myself that I was going to give, um, I, I created a do or die plan. So um, for one year, no matter what's happening, sink or swim, whatever is, is going on in my makeup world, I was just going to push through until the 12 months is up. So that was the promise I made to myself. So having that clarity and knowing that I'm going to stand behind it um, no matter what. And so, of course, the first thing you do, as soon as I quit my job, I was like, you have this, all these doubts that comes in, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. am I really making, like, what is happening with, you, with me? How am I going to market myself? I don't know anything about marketing. I've never gone to business school. I know nothing about how to get clients, consistent clients at that and charge higher. I mean, mm -hmm. how many, like, if let's say my income goal is $5,000 a month and I'm charging 50. That's a lot of clients for something that I don't know how to market. So again, there's that doubt and there's that scary thought that comes in. And I, all I wanted to do at that point is go back and beg for my job back. But I know that I, <laughs> that I wasn't going to do that. So I needed to yeah. stick to my words. And so, of course, when you, when you make a promise to yourself, you want to you want to back it up with actions. So mm. taking inspired action, not just saying, I want to do this, I want to do that. So um, I'm really into like self-development at that point. And so the universe doesn't really recognize the words that you're saying. It's all about action and the emotions that you're putting into it. Mm. So 
I was like, it doesn't really matter what I say if I'm not gonna back it up with inspired action. So I, I, I sat down and I'm like, okay, what is the first step I need to do in order for me to move to the next level of what I wanted to reach, which is my goal becoming a destination luxury makeup artist. And at that point, really the biggest struggle in my business, my bottleneck in my business was marketing myself. It's the marketing. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to find someone that is successful in it, mirror that, mimic that, and then take a shortcut. So mm -hmm. again, that whole scary, that would mean that I need to invest in myself, in a coach, in a program. I, you need to acquire, and, and this I realized at that point on that I needed to do something drastic in order for me to get there. I, again, step by step to get to the big goal. And for me, that was, that was the first initial step is going to hire someone. I need a guidance. You need to acquire, it's like becoming a makeup artist. The first thing I did is acquire the skills to start charging for my service. Now I'm into this thing where I'm like, I need clients, I don't know how to acquire them. So how do I acquire clients? So I needed to acquire the knowledge in business in order for me to get to the next level. And yeah. at that point, I quit my job. So I had no more income coming in. And I needed to find someone that is going to mentor me. And we all know that will cost money so you do need to invest and at that point I'm like I really should not be I have about one year to pay for everything and I need to save my money so that's the first thing that comes to your mind because that's the yeah. scary thought but I was like but I'm all about solving problem as a business owner if you cannot solve the problem you cannot get to the next level and it's all about graduating to the new problem right mm -hmm. you have a problem and a lot of people I can't solve it and then they have another problem and I like give up. With me, I need to solve that problem. I don't necessarily need to have the outcome right off the bat as long as I recognize that I'm graduating to a new problem for me to solve to get to closer to that goal. So that was the first problem I need to solve is invest to acquire knowledge on how to market myself on how to consistently get client. And so I did. I actually went and seek for a program. And at that point, coaching was like something very new in the market. So yeah. there's like not a lot to choose from. And so I did my research, found someone. And at that point, a lot of people are scared to invest $3,000, you know, for a program or $1,000 for a program. But then they can buy the new iPhone, right? So it's like, a big perspective yeah. and so yeah. for me I'm like I can what are the things that I need to cut down in my life in order for me to afford this because at that point it was a thousand dollars a month that was my coaching I needed to get into the coaching world for or get a mentor for 12 months contract and it was a thousand it wasn't even a thousand dollars it was a thousand pounds and I'm in Canadian yeah. right Right. So I was like, crap, I can't, I, I can't, I don't have 12,000 pounds. Where am I going to do that? And at this point, you all know that it's all about momentum. So I need to get my foot in the door, pay for the first two, first two installment, 
and I trusted myself that I was going to make the money in the third month and I didn't have to worry about the other payment. So in my mind, my mindset was thinking, it is more of a reason for me to invest into something like this so I will never have to worry about money again. So it should be more of a reason for you to invest if you are having problem, right? In order for you to acquire something, you've got to go get it. And so at that point, I was like, okay, I really don't have the 12K, but I trust me. I trust my journey. I trust my vision and I'm going to make it work. And at that point, I didn't have the initial a thousand pounds, but hey, I got to show up for myself because no one else is going to show up for me. So I got resourceful. Again, it's all about solving the problem to get to the next level. How do I get that? So I need this money in order for me to acquire that, that knowledge but I don't have it. So what do I do? Okay, so let's solve the problem, get more clients, do more jobs. Or at that point, my credit card showed up for me when I couldn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's this, most people be like, you can't put that on your debt. But for me, I was like, this is what I need to do. It's all about solving problems. So I put my first down payment, use my credit card. And I was, I'm never that type of person. I don't ever use my credit card because I don't believe in, in, in just swiping, but this is something that I know got deep down I needed and I needed to try something. And so I did, my credit card showed up for me at that point. And I, at that point, my coach is like, no, you can make this happen, but you shouldn't, you should be coaching. And I laughed at her because I want nothing to do with coaching. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. not a teacher. I don't think I could teach. I don't want to be teaching anything. All I want is to become this destination makeup artist and make money, leave me alone. <laughs> kind of thing. Right? <laughs> Just teach yeah. me what I came here for is tomorrow right. get myself. <laughs> and so that was it. And I never did anything with that until, um, Six months into the coaching program, I started getting momentum. I started um, getting jobs. People are flying me across the world. I guess I was making it happen. You know, I was going to Belgium, Netherlands, Paris, New York. I walked New York Fashion Week. Um, Versace Mansion um, asked me to be their, you know, lead makeup artist. Um, I had work um, on magazines. Um, I've got flown to Bali, um, you know, went to Spain to do makeup with um, doing seminars for a female entrepreneurs, you know, doing all this thing. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. Right. And <laughs> as I was sitting here, I'm like, maybe I should be a coach. <laughs> you know? And it was yeah. just like, haha, that's so funny. But it hey. wasn't that. It was after I came back from my last job in Spain, I ended up writing a book. And um, I wrote two books that went uh, number one bestseller this is like a span of quitting my job it's probably like, like closer to a year maybe eight months into it so like you see that momentum once you put your first foot in the door that yeah. momentum all the doors open so that was like I wrote a book I wrote two like two books I collaborated in one book and wrote one book in a span of six months I don't don't ask me how I did it but I did it it was just like a power true for me. Um, and so once that came out, it became, which I totally didn't even realize. And I wasn't, it wasn't about me writing a book to aspire to be a number one bestselling. It was writing a book of if I could help one hair and makeup artist and inspire them, then it would be worth putting pen to paper. 
that was my mentality at that point because I came from a background where I know exactly the struggle that they go through because I've been there and it is painful. And so at that point, obviously, I knew how to market myself now. And so I didn't realize that I had a lot of followers. I had hair and makeup followers following my journey to going from charging 50 to writing a book to getting flown somewhere to walking New York Fashion Week to all these things in a span and really quickly. And of course, at that time, if you were watching me, you'd be like, how the hell is she doing this thing? Right. And I came back eight months into it and my inbox just blew up and it was a lot of makeup artists asking you inspired me to be um, do better you inspired me to go for what I want you inspired me to um, have a totally different mentality it inspired me to create a, a bigger dream for myself and it was such a an amazing feeling for me to even get those messages. And at that point, um, I would reach out to these makeup artists and I'm like, thank you so much. What is it that you're struggling and having this conversation, this authentic conversation with these makeup artists. And as I hear their stories is the exact same story as I went through my journey. And I was like, wow, okay, so what is it that you need? And so I gave my framework to three of them. Um, just for because I wanted to help them it wasn't anything to do with I wanted to be a coach um, so I gave them like oh my god it worked within going from charging at a hundred bucks and then they were charging a thousand dollars and I was like oh my god right and I remember the promise that I made that if I could crack business before I I all these doors open for me and I remember quitting my job and saying if I could crack this code to becoming this artist and knowing how to market and charging more and making actually good money from my passion that I would make a promise to share this with the world. I didn't know at that point what that meant, but I knew that I was going to share what I know to help other makeup artists, hair artists, right? And so that's kind of where my thought is, Michael, let me help you with this. this these are the things that I did. So I was do, giving them tips and stuff like that. And the more I gave it to them, the more impactful it was. And then it kind of manifested into messaging girls, uh, not messaging, girl, them messaging me and giving them tips. And then all of a sudden, I had um, someone that asked, hey, would you would put a workshop together for an hour and give this tea, this, uh, all the tips that you know? And I said, yeah, of course. And so I was doing like workshop around like BC or like in Canada. Um, this was during pandemic. And every single time I would put it on, it was sold out. And so I thought it was really funny because I had no idea these girls were following me, but they would come to my workshop and it would just be, it was so much fun. And then um, pandemic happened. So I couldn't do this workshop anymore. And so this was kind of manifested into having this workshop and putting it online platform. And that's how the coaching business started to manifest. And then next thing you know, we have a team of coaches inside the academy. We went from one program to now two programs um, to accommodate beginners and then the next level of how to create product line or cosmetic line or have a team of hair and makeup artists or really focusing on second stream of income on top of the passion that they have. So long story, it 
that it's not something that I wanted to do. It's just manifested. And my passion as a makeup artist kind of led me to this. And purpose is to help hair and makeup artists to create a lucrative business for themselves. I love it, man. I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps. Every time you tell me the story, I get goosebumps. That is amazing. There's something really powerful that I want to go back to. We just, it just clicked on my brain when you said it. You said momentum. That was really, really powerful because I feel like a lot of people think they start something or they buy that course, but there's not enough momentum, right? So I feel like a lot of them don't have the momentum. I don't know if it's just the lack of desire. It's just the lack of not having a good sense of direction. But I feel like a lot of people lack the momentum. While you, on the other hand, you were like, I got to get this or I die. That was literally your mindset. It's like, I'm going to get this or I'll just die, right? And that momentum of yours is what led you to being this amazing business coach that you are now, right? And something new as well. And I feel like this is literally brand new to the market. I believe this is why you're popping girls because you're teaching a lot of them high ticket makeup coaching, which is something that to me, I was like, because even myself, right? I don't know that much about makeup coaching, but I know that they charge a very low ticket. But when you were like high ticket, I was like, Ooh, this is, this is new to the market. Right. So how did you, how did you go from, you know, charging, you know, only $50 to charging a thousand and up? Because I know that's a big gap. And I feel like women really struggle a lot with, with closing, right. With, I'd say that lack of confidence because they're just used to undervaluing themselves and then charging high ticket is really, really difficult for a lot of newbies. So how did you, how did you transition that? Was there like a shift of mindset? Was it confidence? What would you say it was? Um, to be honest with you, it wasn't anything like, yeah, I guess mindset in the, in the sense of knowing your worth as a makeup artist, because in our makeup world, in the industry, we charge her kind of like a la carte pricing where it's like you want makeup 50 bucks or 100 you want extra lashes another 10 dollars and just this all little things right and when i look at the service at itself it shouldn't be that because there are other things behind the scene that we don't bill for i call this unbillable hours right so like communicating inquiring uh doing the back end your taxes at the end driving to them you know buying your product there's so many things and then that's the first thing the second thing is we're basing our pricing prices on a nine to five hourly wage again that shouldn't be because we we are all service-based, right? So again, the first step is knowing your worth for sure, right? If, if one thing that I always ask is everything that you do for your client, if I were to ask you to put it in a package, how much would that worth? Now we're talking at a totally different perspective, right? Right. So that's that. the second thing. And then the third thing, again, focusing on the client. So I'm all about focusing um, focusing on serving at a higher at a higher level higher caliber so when right. you focus in serving at a higher caliber you're attracting a totally different type of clientele so let's say you're charging a hundred dollars a makeup you would only be attracting those type of people but if you have a non-negotiable and you know your worth and you're packaging your package and you're focusing on serving at a higher caliber, now you're attracting a totally high-end, you're attracting a high-end client, luxury client, because we're giving a service. It's not a necessity. It's a luxury, mm. first of all. That's they powerful. need it. Yeah. They, they want it, 
right? So most makeup artists that are charging at a hundred bucks or less than $500, they're focusing on the service alone. Whereas my high ticket, I teach my clients, my hair and makeup girls to focus on the, um, the service, the skills, but the most important thing is we are selling luxury experience. So you combine the experience of a lifetime, the serving at a higher caliber, and your skills as a hair and makeup artist, you put it together, that is way more worth than $150. So that's when I ask, if you were to put all this together in one package, how much is that to you? Yeah, that is extremely powerful, right? That's powerful because I feel like some people don't even know what they're selling, right? Well, on your end, you're like, we're selling luxuries. Like they want it, but they don't really need it, right? So I was, that's really, really powerful. And uh, I'm curious because I feel like a lot of people want to take that leap of faith, whether they're starting that business, whether it is buying that course or buying that book. What would you say is is a couple of tips you would give to people who you know, um, want to stay sane during the process. Cause I know that for you, it's really difficult. I know you got into self-development a lot. What was it that you did on a daily basis just to keep your, your mindset on point, just to, you know, stay sane and, and not go crazy. Cause I know it could be difficult during those times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, like you mean, like the journey to success is obviously not easy. If it is, everyone would be doing it. Everyone would be that 1%, that millionaire, right? So for me is staying true. Okay. So you need to speak your truth. Um, a lot of people go into coaching or want success and they want an instant gratification right off the bat. You got to be very patient for yourself. You got to stay true to that. Um, to yourself and you need to speak the truth exactly what do you want in this what are you trying to achieve three do not compare yourself to everyone else everyone have a totally different journey than you this is your journey make it the best one you know there's no comparing or don't have any uh, comparison or anything like that trust yourself and trust the process you're going to get there and do not rush your experience your journey your success it is not something to rush for. Everything that you're working towards, you're going to get there in divine timing. If you're rushing something, then it's not worth like going there for, right? So it's really, for me, is it's being, having a clarity on exactly what you want, the destination that you want to get to is a very powerful thing. Um, when you get rid of the noise, because there is a lot of noise in our thoughts, like it's not working, I'm not worth this, and talking very negatively about your experiences. And that comes with patience, right? Like you're so impatient that you think that you need to have what you need now and it's not working and when you think that way it's because you don't trust yourself that you're gonna get there mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that you trust yourself first of all um and holding on to that vision and a lot of people will come into a program and say like, how do i do this teach me all the things you need in order for me to get there every single one of them and so they go and rush but what they don't get is it's all it's like baking a cake right so you just like kind of like have the ingredients together but it doesn't all come at once um so for me to stay insane is 
the biggest thing for me is I forget the how on how to do it. So when I'm struggling some days to win um, and I'm having these negative feelings and negative thoughts, because not every day is going to be butterflies and rainbows and unicorn, is knowing why. What is your strong why? Why did you want to do this in the first place? What is it? What is the intention behind it? Right. And then you keep asking why until you get to the root of things and you kind of almost break down and like, yeah, that's it. It's not it's not a lot of like, of course, why do you want to do this? And people will say, because I want to be financially freedom. I'm like, OK, but why do you want to be financially? Why, why do you want that? It's like, because I can buy whatever I want. But why? And keep asking you why until you get there. And for me, it's like the talk that I had is, why do you want to be a destination makeup artist? It's because A, well, yeah, the money, so I can have the freedom to choose to, to roam around the world and go to this amazing destination. But why do you want to do that? Oh, because it's a lifestyle. But why? Oh, because I want to have my own place and I want to have the money. But why the money? It's because I never want to be homeless again. Right. Or I don't want to, I want to have my own place so I don't have to worry about spending um, not spending time with my family and friends. So it's really at the end of the things, you want to have a strong why. So when you struggle at some days, you want to go back to that why. Why did you want to do this in the first place? Because there is a real pain and struggle why you wanted to create the life that you want to create. That was really powerful. And I think a lot of people are missing that. They're missing that why. To me, it's kind of like a sales call, right? It's like, I want to figure out their why because if they don't have a strong enough why and they're not going to have a big enough need to buy our product, right? So for me, it's just like, okay, where do you want to be one year from now? And they're just, oh, I want to be making 10K a month. Why do you want to be making 10K a month? What is the main purpose, right? Why is that important to you? Why do you need it now? Um, and I think it's, it's, it's that vision that I feel like a lot of people are missing, right? That vision, that purpose, that why. For me, it's always been like, I want to impact lives, but I'm like, all right, bro, like there's more to that, right? So for me, it's, it's just knowing that, you know, we come from an immigrant background, knowing that my parents didn't have nothing, knowing that they came here to follow the American dream and they came to give me and my siblings a, a bigger opportunity, right? So for me, it's just, I wanna make sure that my family is always taken care of no matter what, right? So I feel like that is my big why. And I feel like people need to find out why. And if it's not strong enough, then go find a stronger thing to fight for, you know? Um, but amazing, amazing. So I really appreciate you for telling us your story. I think it is absolutely amazing. I would love to check out your book. So um, where would you say most people can find you either on social media or a website so they can look into your stuff? I do have some people that are into makeup and I want to send them your way because uh, I think you're the best in the game right now. No doubt. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So you can find me on social media, ling.agaran on Instagram, L-I-N-G-A-G-A-R-A-N. I'm also on Facebook, um, Ling Agaran as well. Um, so yeah, you can just DM me or you can Google me and the book is in at amazon.com that you can also um it's a more of an inspiration book so if you're struggling to create something for you and a vision that you want to go with so it's more of like an inspiration on how i went from nothing to where i'm at right now that's amazing that's amazing amazing well i appreciate you ling for coming on you blew my mind today i am inspired 
I'm gonna listen to my own podcast in the gym, listening to your story over and over again because I think it's it's amazing. And uh, we'll keep in touch. And um, I wish you all all of success. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. So I'll speak to you soon. Amazing, amazing.